episode 157 grinding it out part four why i lost and in this series we're we're gonna do this together we're gonna go over uh, why we lost or what held us back from having more success in what we're doing. And I got this idea from reading uh, Relentless by Tim Grover. In his book, he talks about a concept that you should be aware of, which is, he said, when you get knocked down, don't just get back up. Think about why you got knocked down. Because if you just get back up, without integrating why you got knocked down to begin with, you're just going to get knocked right back down. And so I had some things to go over, uh, some things that have kind of held me back in my progress, some things that I could or should have focused on a little bit more. Uh, And these are things you should be aware of because if you're going to run a business, you will run into these problems sooner or later. You will have these issues sooner or later. Um, And instead of getting all the way to the top of the mountaintop and then telling everybody, I'm at the top, here's how I did it. I thought it would be cooler, more helpful for you to just watch me climb the mountain. And so maybe it won't be amazing all the time, but it'll certainly save your ass from exactly what you're going to go through in real time when you're climbing your own mountain. And so here goes. Uh, I have three things here. And so let me start off by saying, you know, one thing you should know is lack of organization has put me behind, put me behind uh, more than anything. More than anything that you're going to hear put me behind lack of organization, not lack of effort. lack of organized effort put me behind more than anything because here's the thing you can work a 24-hour day but within that 24 hours how much lag do you think you're gonna have lag how much how much drag in the things you do lagging or dragging or Right? Moving from task to task, how much drag is there to switch your brain from one task to the next? And people don't think about that enough. If you're, if you're, I'll give you an example going to the gym. We got to drive to the gym. We got to get ready for the gym. Wait for everyone to be ready for the gym. Go to the gym. Then when we get to the gym, right, you're like, okay, well, what workout? Imagine you didn't know what workout you're going to do. Now you're like, all right, now you got to think of the workout. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. Now you got to go from machine to machine. And then when you're on to your next task, you got to do your stretches or whatever, get in the car, you know, finally rev up the car, go drive home. You finally get home. Ah, you got your brain has to like, your brain has to decompress, refocus from the last event. And so one thing you should know, one thing you should be aware that has been a learning lesson in this process is, Uh, 
you can put in as much effort as you fucking want. Unorganized effort is going to put you behind. And that's sad for a lot of us to hear a lot of us unorganized people who we just kind of push through everything in life. We just fucking brute force through everything. Yeah, that starts to have diminishing returns. And so I'm the type of guy, I hate slowing down to organize shit. Just, I'll fuck it up on purpose. I'll work four times as hard to end up in the same place just so I don't have to slow down and, and organize it and work only, you know, half or less as much. Which you can do until it starts giving you diminishing returns. And so here's some things that you should know that you are 100% This is not an if, but a when. And the more successful you plan to be, the fucking closer this when is. It could be today. It could be in a few hours for you. If you're starting this up. Okay, so here's the first thing. I have condensed three things here. And so I've been brute force in the past. I went back to being less organized and, you know, you'll see me go from organizing to just brute forcing through things again and i'd rather brute force than organize so much that i do nothing that's kind of the right that's the thing that you should get out of this if you've ever watched uh alex and layla hermosi you ever hear of these guys love them love them and following them for a minute they definitely hit me as a target audience they found the right motherfucking person because i do nothing but consume their content and um because it's real shit real shit and their ceo fucking super smart dude uh for their gym launch company and they just they really tell you what it's like to be in it and so when i started this podcast the reason that i gave this to you was because there was such a gap in the market of entrepreneurs who talk about what it's like to be in it and guide people who are actually doing it there's so much inspiration porn out there. I love Gary V because of like his, his inspiration, ironically. But, I mean, dude. And he does tell you what to do. He's just like, fucking post content. There you go. End of story. Done. And I agree with him. However, he, I, you've, you never heard him talk about recruiting and taxes. Right? And so this stuff, there's such a gap in the mark still. And you know the great thing about the Hermoses? There's still going to be a fucking gap in the market that they're serving because so few fucking people are actually doing anything. There's a market of neurotic people and the few people who actually have the money to afford something and are actually getting paid and taking action have nobody. Dude, I don't I love Gary V's as a person. And his message. But I don't want to fucking watch Gary Vee all day. Fuck that shit, dude. I got shit to do. I'm already inspired. I don't need a pep talk. I need the directions and instructions of what to do next, dude. I don't need a fucking pep talk. You give that to somebody else. I I'm, I'm, don't have time for a pep talk. My brain is a walking pep talk. Just give me the fucking instructions. And so there, there was none of that. So the reason that you're listening to this podcast, this is made for you people that are actually taking the steps. There's so few people. But I know that with my target audience for the people who are actually taking the steps and who enjoy the story, the the 
the awesomeness, the the tri- the cinematic nature of the process. That's for this target audience. And so I'd been taking so much action. You know, I'd rather I'd rather take action and fuck up than plan perfectly and take action 10 years later. And so after taking so much action this week, this is what you should know. The three things that I have been uh, focused on. I kind of paired them together, right? So here we go. One, sales and sales training. That's obvious. Doing cold calls, making lead lists, and training other people to do sales. Showing people how to go from being that guy who's begging for a sale, very particular, to getting the customer to convince you to sign up. So again, we train our salespeople to go from, it's very deliberate, right? It's not a fucking metaphor. This is ex- this precisely what I teach people how to do. It's precisely what I teach people how to do. And to be fair to say, I kind of feels wrong. The amount of people who've helped me and the amount of people I had to talk to that showed me a reflection of myself in order to learn this. It doesn't. I'm like, as an artist, you know, if we have any artists, entrepreneurs out there, you know how wrong it feels if you're very... I'm talking about the top 1% of artists. Right, watch, go watch an interview of Prince where he talks about how it's, it makes no sense to take credit for the art because he didn't make it. Something in the universe flowed through him. The least ego-paced part of his mind created that song the least ego based part of my mind created the sales system i owe it to everything and everybody else and myself as well um but the very least it's not just a me thing so precisely sales and sales training that's the first thing teaching people how to stop being the seller and how to be the buyer of other people's money if what we have is valuable, then your money by nature is less valuable than what we have. Therefore, it wouldn't make sense for me to beg for your money. So sales and sales training, that's the first part. Two, marketing plus content creation. Obvious, we're a marketing company. In particular, number two, what you should know about doing that, marketing and um, content creation. In particular, using AI to speed up the type of images we would have had to pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for artists to make. You know, videos that would have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars for artists to make. <clears throat> Using Canva, which is, you know, I could have purchased Photoshop or these other editing tools. Um, Looking at other good performing content and kind of making my mock-up version of that. Getting better and better at headlines. Three tips. How to. This man. This guy. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, right? He- good headlines. Um, training myself to, you know, it would be redundant for me to create a system. There's already a million marketing systems. Fucking choose one and, and use it. That's one thing I don't necessarily think... I'll ever do is make a marketing system. Dude, they're all the same. It's all the same shit. 
so much has been put into marketing in the past few years. That's what you guys should know. That there's not really a new marketing thing under the sun. I love the Hermoses. Watch their marketing course. Um, the thing I learned from that is that they're very humble people in the way that they'll just tell you, bro, just make content and A-B test. End of story. There. I watched the whole fucking course that they released. There you go. How to make an offer? Cool. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Make a bunch of content and A-B test it. End of fucking four hours of videos. There you go. Uh, sales is not that way, by the way. Sales is not one of those fields where there's an, a unanimous agreement among the practitioners. That's what I'm working to do is be the equivalent of the marketing game but the sales version of, listen, guys, we can all agree this, this, and this is true, and we can stop going in fucking circles about it. I went far and wide to find that shit, and I'm going to keep on going to continue to condense sales systems. But, And so sales, sales training, marketing, and content generation. I was not aware that what I was doing was disorganized because I've been going in a circle from thing to thing to thing just... There's so much stuff to do that I've just been doing whatever's right in front of me. There's never a there's never an end to the things that can be done. So this is condensed. The third thing of um again, I'm I'm showing you my climb up the mountain. I'm not getting to the top and saying, Hey guys, guess how I climb the mountain? Just listen to the fucking podcasts. This is me grinding it out. Three, recruiting plus taxes slash finance legality ooh this is one that is is the newest to me it's the least fun but it's still fun it's fun because I'll know once this is down that I can master how to do it so that it's always done but I can also improve it so that it's better can always find new tools I can always find new uh, methodologies I can always find new approaches that people haven't done before recruiting setting up interviews um, different no not CRMs but uh, recruitment management if you guys can hear those all those critters outside it's amazing it's a beautiful night no, again, this is me grinding it out in real time, letting the dog in the house midway through. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's what you're getting here. You're getting real time. That's that's everything that I aim for this to be. Is not me at the top of the mountain. I'm not showing you the end of the movie. That does that'd be a terrible fucking movie. I'm showing you the climb to the mountain, beginning, middle, and end. And so guess what? Just threw our business up on Indeed, got 60 applications within f fucking three hours. Hit the maximum number of apps we can get a day in a few hours. It's looking like it's slowing a little. It's a little. Um, you know, I did put that up on a Sunday. More people weren't at work. Had free time. I'm sure they're thinking about, well, the Monday's coming tomorrow. I don't have a fucking job. Might as well get Indeed or I want another job. 
And so the number one difficult thing has been because I'm new to this. So a lot of you are going to say, well, why don't you just because I don't know that. This is all new shit and we're rolling with the punches. And, um, you know, I do have a beginner's mindset. I just don't have a, a uh, loser's mindset. So, yeah, I'll be humble, but I'm not going to be humble to the point of being like, I'm a dumbass. No, I'm not a dumbass. We're not dumbasses. We're just new to this stuff. Just like anything else in life, you know. Like your boy over here, in case you guys didn't know. You know, there's been a portion of my life when you'll see me go to the Atlanta Institute of Music. And I had to learn all this new stuff for guitar. When I first picked up guitar, all the new stuff I've ever learned you'll always understand the same thing whenever you pick something up. doesn't matter where you're at. You keep doing it and you focus, you're going to be good at it. So there's no reason to feel self-conscious or weird about where you're not. Because soon enough, you keep focusing, you're going to get there. And once you have that belief, because you've done something like that enough times in life, you've started something new enough times in life, instead of having situational confidence, you have core confidence. That's a shout out to... Um, Owen Cook for clarifying those concepts. And so now with recruiting, I'm new to recruiting, or at least the way we're doing it now, mass recruiting and organizing interviews and, uh, you know, I have a beginner's mindset, but all at the same time, um, I'm ready for the trial and error and the failure and failure and failure it's going to take. I'm ready for the 99 failures to get to the one success. I'm ready to be a terrible at interviewing people type guy. <laughs> you're going to see me. Um, you're going to see people say, you know, I don't like your company. I'm not going to know how to deal with that. Because I'm like, fuck you. I'm just like, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> like, you're going to see me go through an entire transformation process with that. You're going to see my mindset now to the end. Right now, I'm optimistic. I'll get to the point where I'm realistic. And then I'll get all the way back up to optimistic. Because like anything else in life, uh, your emotions have nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter if you're happy or sad or inspired or not. Just do the fucking work. If you need to do 10 push-ups, you don't need to prep yourself with four hours of fucking affirmations and then do affirmations during the push. Like, just do the push-ups. It doesn't matter if it gets hard through the f five push-ups. Like, it doesn't matter if you have an emotional change through push-up number five. It's, it's, that doesn't matter. What matters is that you do the rest of the push-ups. And once you're done, the push-ups will be done. End of story. All the emotions you had tied to that event... Irrelevant. Just keep doing the fucking push-ups. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that... Once you put yourself through so many things, you start to notice patterns about the way you interact with the things that you're doing. And sooner or later, you, you start taking yourself out of it and just doing the work that's right in front of you. You stop having an opinion. You stop. You almost stop having a perspective. You stop your thoughts and just take the actions. 
And you'd think that that's something you have to learn. It's not something you do. You don't learn actions. You act. And so condensed, these are the three things that I'm kind of making this podcast so that I can reconfirm that this is what me and you and we're all going to have to focus on to get through what we're doing. And uh, it's not something we're going to have to focus on today. It's not something you're going to have to focus on tomorrow or next week or for a year. Whenever there's something ahead of you and it seems difficult, pretend you had to do it for eternity. Don't, pre- don't, don't do the push-ups thinking, I need to do this many. Pretend you had to do push-ups for the rest of your fucking life, non-stop. Then how would you feel? Then how would you act? If you knew no matter how you felt, no matter how you acted, you were bound to do that for eternity, you would stop putting so much mental energy into trying to rearrange the way that you see the situation, and you would just do the fucking work. So I needed to be told that. A lot of people need to be told that. Very helpful for me to understand that. So it'll be helpful for you to understand that as well. So condensed. These are the three things that I need to do back to back to back to back. You know, I need three, four hour blocks of completely uninterrupted deep work throughout the day. So that's nothing, by the way. That's shit. It's 12 hours of work a day. If I get eight hours of sleep, the other four hours is spent doing God knows what eating, right? Showering, responding to personal life messages, um, (laughs) playing guitar, uh, listening to music, and consuming other people's content. I mean, it's 2023. What else? Drinking water. And so four hours of sales and sales training four hours of marketing plus content creation, which could be learning courses, executing courses, taking notes on, reorganizing and assimilating courses to take action upon. Content creation, you know, new tools for content creation, new AI tools, new ways to use AI for all of this to speed up the process. Focused around these pillars. And the third is recruiting plus taxes, finance, legality, right? Really going deep on 1099s, W9s. Uh, Legalities of working with people in other states. The legalities of working with people out of country. Thank God I have friends. You know, you'll have these friends in life who already own businesses. And so you start talking to these people And you'll find that these people have already dealt with these things before. And so it'll really help you to feel anxious or concerned about something and then talk to somebody who doesn't share that level of anxiety. Again, reminding you that your emotions and thoughts and perspective can kind of just get thrown in the trash. Just do the work. Just keep treading forward. Don't think about the end. Don't think about how long it's going to get to the end. Just don't think about it. Keep doing the work. Yes, goal set. I'm not saying be completely blind. 
but to a degree, work for the work, not for the fruit. Plant the trees, worry about the fruit later. Just keep planting the fucking trees. And don't plant them until you're successful. That's the type of person who stops once they're successful. Plan to plant them forever. Find a game that you can play for infinity and play it for infinity. You know, recruiting is something you could do for infinity. Marketing is something you could do for infinity. And sales is something you could do for infinity. If you're going to set a goal, set something you'll never, ever, 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 ever achieve. Goals aren't meant to be achieved anyways. Putting yourself in your own matrix by thinking like that. Your goal is not to cap where you're at. You're pushing yourself farther and farther away from infinity by doing that. You're farther and farther away from the infinite source of all the things that you want when you set goals and you work to get to those goals. Set benchmarks, yes. Don't really set goals, though. And so those are the three things. This is my mindset, my perspective, whatever. Ever since doing this, I have a handful of interviews tomorrow, booked for the whole rest of the week for interviews, and got interviews next week. And all those interviews were booked in about an hour of conversations. Had an interview today. Yeah, and so... Uh, if you want to really know how you're going to change in this, if you do things the way you're supposed to, you should know. It's going to bring you closer and closer to the concept of infinity every single day. I've always been intuitively aware of this. I think you have too. You've blocked off your intuition to put yourself in a matrix of mathematical achievements. The reason your boy is going to be successful is because I know that math is man-created and infinity isn't. Math is our perception. Infinity is... An endless perspective that only transforms from thing to thing to thing to thing. And so this is what it's like grinding it out. Uh, the only thing that you can hope for is an opportunity to put even more time in, get even more done in even less amount of time, be even more efficient. And so, you know, I'm never concerned. You shouldn't be concerned. You should never be concerned. If things go wrong tomorrow, the world's not going to stop. If I get thrown in prison tomorrow and almost die tomorrow and get stranded on an island tomorrow, guess what? Those are all things I'm going to have to deal with. The world's not going to stop. If I get jumped by 30 people tomorrow, that's still something that's going to have to be dealt with. It's not going to stop. The universe is never going to have pity on you and slow down. 
not to say that the universe is against you, but to say that we're here to expand for infinity. You understand at the end of this, we turn into dust and then turn into something else for the next 10 billion trillion years. You're not in control of slowing down. Entropy is the nature of the galaxy. And so I have this small moment to be alive and to be a culmination or a perceived culmination of that infinity. And then it goes back to what it was before whatever I is got here. So in some sense, we're, we're all here. All right, you are here to experience a fulcrum, a perceived fulcrum of infinity. And then maybe to fall back into dust like everything else all over again. So it's, it's a weird moment being alive. It's weird being alive. It's weird how much infinity there is and how we can keep going and going no matter what mathematical peak we reach. You're a drop of water who's going to fall right back in the ocean just like everything else. So, you know, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about business. Always remind yourself that it could all crash and burn tomorrow. And you could be just a person standing on the streets. And that's not a negative perspective. The negative perspective is the part of you who thinks that that fucking matters. It doesn't matter if you grow a gigantic business or if you sleep outside on the street. How do you know that that would be a bad thing? When can you determine that infinity has turned against you? How could you ever determine something like that? It's a silly thought. And so, yeah, just living in the the action of this all. Again, just grinding it out. The only thing it's it's taught me is I don't give... I used to care. I think I do care sometimes. Um, But there's a smarter version of me somewhere. There's a smarter version of you somewhere in there. or Or at least a more efficient, however you'd like to put it. Rather you care, and I've cared before. I certainly care to some degree. I don't know that I care as much as everyone else does. Because my care doesn't tend to slow me down the way everyone else does. So I know that I care at least a little bit less or more. Who knows, right? The only thing that you can tell when you're at this perspective is that uh, the, the, the part of you who cares goes away more and more and more. The more that you see how little of value most people's perception 
has on the results of the outcomes that you want. How little does anybody's perspective have to do with what it is that you're doing? What if every thought you've ever had was wrong? What if every perception, opinion, belief, point of view you've ever had was wrong? Then what? They say Hitler lost the war because he wouldn't listen. He would not take advice from people who knew what they were doing and believed that he didn't want someone to wake him up. So he basically was woken up at the last second. Bro, we basically already lost. You just wouldn't let us wake you up. We were afraid you'd fucking murder us if we woke you up. We're all about to die now. So maybe there's some truth. If you're a strategical... Not to to go that direction but if you're a person with a gigantic goal maybe you should listen to advice and outside advice but hey at the end of the day maybe the advice will help but the perception of other people is it's not going to do anything for you and you want to know the best part about it the part that will set you free right now you ready Here it is. Your own fucking perception will have little to no bearing on your outcome. So rather you're insecure or confident, the insecure people are like, oh. the confident people are like, I made it to the other side. None of that shit matters. And so it is in the work that you can let go of this dichotomy of the mind. Not that you go from black to white. You transcend the dichotomy completely. There is no you to be confident instead of insecure. Now, there's parts of, of me every day who you'll see me say, well, well, fuck, I'll get, I won't. I get anxious less and less. That's really what this has done for me is I face everything the same. I face the interview the same way I do getting arrested. I face losing the place that I have to live the same way I do as closing the $2,500 deal. My perception and my perspective and my thoughts and my emotions have little to do with a lot. And so when you're really grinding it out and you're in the heat of the moment, who the fuck cares how you feel or how you think? You can transcend that all. You can transcend that all. To where there, there is no you to transcend it. You yourself are transcended. You're transcended beyond you. It isn't you who's transcended. You go beyond yourself. So my goal is to do all the work and go beyond myself. 
How are you feeling? Don't ask me questions like that. That doesn't matter. Put too much emphasis on how you feel. Well, what do you think? Don't ask me questions like that. It doesn't matter. You put too much emphasis on what you think. None of that shit matters. If your goal is to make a million dollars, it doesn't matter how you feel or how you think. It matters if you make a million dollars. And people think this is some type of denial. It's not denial. It's transcendence of over-focus on yourself. And so you're learning to ride the wave of infinity if you're doing this. It's all you're doing. Immersing yourself in so much data that you're taking in data at the same speed that you're assimilating and taking action on data. And your brain finds a mode. Inevitably, like art and business, where the speed that the information is coming in is the speed at which you're understanding, assimilating, and acting on the information. It's the same speed. It's complete balance. Learn to ride the lightning, so to speak. And so I can never outbeat infinity or eternity. That's what's more obvious to me than anything. And if you want to get If you, my friend, want to get to the highest echelons of things, you have to leave you, whatever that is, in the fucking past. Go grind shit out and take action. Episode 158 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Hitting rock bottom. I have a friend who is into the new age spiritual type scene. I remember asking her, For all the rituals you guys do, what do they all have in common? What's the first thing you must do? And she said, you must evoke. And she went to move on. And I was like, no, no, no. There's there's something in that. You have to evoke. If you look at the way cults work, or most religions... You kind of have to accept that you did something wrong or that you need help before any of those things work. Think about it. Even in, even in AA, you have to accept that <clears throat> you need help from something higher than yourself. You must be in that state of kind of suggestibility. And they say until you do that, you'll never change.
So you, by your own personal admission, must say that you have a problem in order for you to change. A problem that you can't solve. That you need help solving. What does this have to do with anything? Well, in sales, you're doing the same thing. See, most people think in sales, what you're doing is convincing the other person to change their point of view. You're kind of not doing that. They already understand. You're giving them realizations, things they already understand, and getting them to admit on their own accord that they believe they have a problem. That's all you're doing. Making them aware that they know that they have a problem. You're not making them aware of it. You're making them realize that they already knew that. Somewhere in their head they understood that. They just didn't realize it yet. It didn't make that much sense at that point. And so rather you're getting initiated into a cult or getting off of hard drugs or substances or getting advice from a doctor, unless you by your own admission say that your problem is a terminal problem and it's going to kill whatever it is you're working on, you will not change. So then in sales, the only goal we have is if we can help them, then it will be true that by their own admission, they have a problem. Or else any help you have isn't going to help anyways. So never waste your time and energy and emotions and thoughts. And if you haven't already seen someone or guided someone through admitting that they have a problem. If you get the customer to see the problem without having a brand, then it makes a lot of sense why you should brand. But they have to see the problem. It's not me forcing them to agree. It's me getting them to say what their problems are and then say what they believe the solution would be. And then guiding them through crafting and framing that understanding of their own surrounding. How do I know they'll sign up? I don't know. Don't even know if they need the product. That's me getting to know their situation. And if we mutually draw the conclusion together, this is basically rock bottom because that's how much this should be fixed. Not very many places to go from there, dude. So, always keep that in mind. By their own admission and by their own realization they have a problem 
that's how you get somebody to change.